Hey, what's up guys? Jordan Anderson here. Before we get started on this episode, I got a quick announcement on April 24th. That's Friday at noon Eastern time. I'm going live on YouTube. We're going to do a Q&A session for the one page proposal template. Uh, I feel like I didn't go uh, into enough detail and, I've, and I feel that there were still some questions out there. So uh, reserve your spot, set a reminder. It'll be on YouTube and uh and I'll, and I'll leave a link in the show notes for you guys. Okay, let's get to the episode. Hey, what's up, guys? Jordan Anderson here. On today's episode, I'm going to answer the question, is your business replaceable? Hmm. So uh, in the news recently, um, I don't know how much you keep up with economic news or financial news, uh, but the oil commodity price basically like the the May contract for oil futures uh went below zero it uh you know the basically the price of a barrel of oil went uh below zero dollars and uh and that just kind of got me thinking about commodities um I don't know how much you think about commodities um <laughs> but it kind of reminded me about uh there's just there was this kind of one thing I read about commodities and and then how it applied to the creative business world so let's kind of maybe we'll we'll kind of set a baseline definition like what is a commodity um maybe some examples of commodities out there uh oil gas uh gold flour beef um basically anything that is you know even like fruit coffee bananas those are all commodities you would just call those commodity goods um, and what that kind of what they all have in common is that, you know, you could easily replace that thing, that item, that product with the another thing and the consumer, the end user would not know the difference. So I take a bushel of bananas from this part of the rainforest and I put it on a boat and I ship it to a grocery store and then uh, and then another bushel of, of bananas comes from another rainforest and it goes to that same grocery store and then both of those two bushels of bananas end up sitting on the shelf right next to each other and you go i can't tell the difference so you just look at them and you know so, so that's what i mean when i say commodity um well that's very like rough non-financial guru guy uh <laughs> definition of a commodity it's just it's something that um uh, here I, I'll even I'll even quote you some some from Investopedia. I'll, I'll leave a link in the show notes if you uh, if you're financially curious. Uh, the basic idea is that there's little differentiation between a commodity coming from one producer and that same commodity coming from another producer. So how does this apply to the creative world? Let's say you're a photographer. Let's say you're a videographer. Let's say you're a designer, graphic designer. Um, you make a digital good. You make a digital product. You have a digital service. Um, you know, how does this apply to you? So the, you know, the whole, let's kind of maybe go back a couple years, like the, you know, the whole democratization of content creation, you know, everyone has a smartphone now, uh, everyone has a, everyone has a DSLR, everyone can make photos, there's billions of photos, billions of graphics, and billions of minutes of video just circling the globe right now, and, you know, and that was kind of great, like, you know, Five, six years ago, not everyone had had a camera or not everyone had access to a high quality camera where they could output pretty 
decent stuff and put it on the internet and let the whole world see it. Uh, you know, but you gotta think before all that, uh, there was a lot of equipment investment. You had a lot of money to put into your film camera and to get it printed and then to get it duplicated and sent out to different magazines and you send out your portfolio and you're actually, you know, your reel was an actually an actual reel. It wasn't just a, a little file that you could transfer or a YouTube link. It was something you actually had to send out to people. Um, we're gonna, it's a little too much of a history lesson, but you know, so, you know, the once highly regarded digital artist, you know, the once highly regarded film photographer or the, you know, even the videographer back in the day, uh, when the world of when everybody has a camera, when everybody has access to high powered video and photo equipment and creative equipment or creative software like Adobe, um, it becomes like you become a commodity. So you, you know, it starts to become like this race to the bottom where you really, you kind of, it's all just going to boil down to the lowest common denominator and that's on price. So if you're a photographer, if you're a videographer, if you're a designer, are you, do you find yourself competing on price? Do you find yourself, you know, maybe I'll ask you this. Have you ever given someone your hourly rate for a project? Like you're, you know, you're, you're bidding for a project or you see something on Craigslist or you see something on some kind of uh, jobs board or project board or, um, or say a potential client comes to you and they're, and maybe they're getting a couple bids. Maybe, you know, maybe that's their process. Maybe their, their business requires that they get, you know, at least three bids from three different designers and they ask you your hourly rate. Um, you know, do you find yourself playing this game where you kind of, you don't want to set the price too high because then you'll be like totally out of the competition, but you, you know, you know, but it would suck if it was too low. So, you know, but in the, you know, you're kind of secretly hoping that, you know, there's this, there's a secret number. There's a secret low number. Like you want to be low enough so that you beat your competition so that you'll stand out and maybe get hired, but then you end up getting hired with a low hourly rate and you end up hating the job because you're not making enough money. And then you do that whole process all over again. So, um, when you're competing on price and price alone, just your hourly rate, and you're just competing against other wedding photographers, other, uh, graphic brand designers out there, when you're just competing on price alone, you know, you might as well be that barrel of oil. You might as well be, you know, like just a bag of flour that's on a truck getting traded millions of times before it gets to the grocery store on the stock market. Like there's, there's nothing special about you. You are easily replaceable and there's no branding to you. There's no differentiating, you know, added value to what you do versus what somebody else does. If you can take a photo, so can that other person. If you can take a really nice photo, so can that other person. You know, or even things like, even things that we, you know, and I'll say it from, you know, from experience here and like me in the film world, even like the idea of like a nice, a really nice seven to 10 minute mini documentary series or like like that just looks really nice the interviews are nice the story is beautiful even that now is kind of commoditized like i look at those and i'm just like that's just not that special it's like i've seen this this is you know you end up just saying like well that's nice it looks nice this photo is nice this 
short film is nice. It's not crazy good. It, there's no like because it just gets lost in the noise. Like there's just so much, so many billions of copies of that same, uh, same digital whatever it is, and even you know, and the quality is good, but it's still just you know. There's nothing differentiating it. It's just nice. This is really, you know, because when you're, when everything is such high quality, what do you have it to compare to? What, who, what extra something it factor is sprinkled on top of this that makes it totally different from anything else? So, uh, and that's kind of like been my core mission. That's what I've been trying to figure out. How do I help creatives kind of, you know, not kind of be subjugated to this punishment that they have to, you know, submit the lowest hourly rate because you know i want because what we do you know what creatives do we create awesome uniquely beautiful things and it's it's a really sad unfortunate thing that they have to kind of just race to the bottom lowest price wins and that's why i believe that branding and finding your niche and finding this unique having this unique perspective and unique take and uh adding this unique flavor to your little company that's why I think it's so, so important. And that's how you can make more money. That's how you can make, you know, that's how you can stand out in the world and attract the right clients and do the your favorite projects because you are able to add that extra flavor, that extra something, that umph, that it factor, whatever you want to call it. You're able to add, you know, something to your personal brand that made you stand out. So um, you can tell I'm like, <laughs> you can tell I'm a little passionate about this, but um, I want you to not befall the punishment of being a commodity don't be just a easily replaceable thing don't be someone that's just you know this person's twenty dollars an hour this person's twenty two dollars an hour the per let's go with the person that's twenty dollars an hour like there you know there's i don't even have, it's it's not fair to you it's not fair to the industry it's not fair to clients out there like so it's so, okay yeah so fine you know Work on your brand. Work on adding that special ick factor. Finding who, finding find a special little niche in the world that you can attack and that you can uh, have some command over and feel good about, and develop some specialization and develop your expertise, and that's going to improve your brand and uh, and make your business go that much further. Okay, um, if you have a question about this and you're not sure how to do this, uh, you know, feel free to send me an email. Jordan at jordanpanderson.com. I, I don't mind answering brand questions. That's that's my entire job. That's all I do is just answer questions, help creatives out there that need help uh, improving their business, improving their brand. So um, what's in the episode there, y'all? Thanks for listening, and, uh, and we'll see you on the next one. Thanks for listening to the Jordan P. Anderson Podcast. If you'd like to become a subscriber to my daily emails where I help creative small businesses, then go to tinyletter.com slash Jordan P. Anderson. If you yourself are a creative small business owner and you need some help, feel free to reach out. Head over to jordanpanderson.com slash contact. See you then.